It's on like Miss Lewis. Please don't put your hands on me. You know this lady hit me again. She pushed me again. I looked to the left. I looked to the right to see who was all around. And I could hear my friend from the opposite end of the break room saying, Don't let them fight. But it came out like in real slow motion. Because at this point, I had stolen her ass. And we just got the bang it. y'all well if you have a fuck you don't get fired send them to us here at black at work pod at gmail.com excuse me or you can also go to our website and submit your form anonymously to us like so many of you have been doing thank you so much this one is they have their name is still alive This one says, not really a fuck you. Well, it kind of is. Every time my rich white president of my company asks how I'm doing, I just say, still alive. Is that mean? He don't ever respond. So he gave the little up hand emoji. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck you want me to say, Brad? I'm up here working during a fucking pandemic. How are you doing? I'm sure you're doing a lot better than me. Goddamn. Like, nah, that's not me. Maybe he'll catch the hint and stop asking your ass how the fuck I'm doing. We all fucked up right now. Goddamn. Right. And I'm getting a double time because I'm I'm in a double pandemic because y'all keep killing us. So exactly. <laughs> nah, you not mean, bruh. But thanks for sending your <laughs> fuck you. Okay, our second fuck you comes from his name. I love these names today. An aggravated nigga. Okay. I am so tired of this damn company. They are working my damn nerves. <laughs> the only reason I'm still here is because I can low-key do whatever I want when it comes to taking off. But I want to give a huge fuck you to, in parentheses, I don't give a fuck if y'all say it. Ooh, Amazon. Yikes. Right on. Fuck Amazon. No, I'm just playing. Girl. <laughs> Amazon, you know what? In, in the case of circulating our black dollars, Amazon is going to be the hardest for me to let go. But go ahead. Go ahead, girl. Yeah, for sure. Y'all make these commercials seem like we'd be so happy to deliver for y'all when in reality, it's the most miserable and shittiest job to have. I can't believe I'm still here because I don't even like outside and I hate weather above 75 degrees. <laughs> I want to ah! go- <laughs> You said I don't even like outside. (laughs) I want to give another huge fuck you to my DSP because y'all don't be paying people what they really deserve. Y'all don't want to give a nigga overtime. I hear y'all pocketing some of that money, but that's a story for another day. Then we supposedly got a $2 raise because of this, because of the pandemic, assuming we were going to be making $17.50 an hour. These motherfucking bitches giving us this shit as a bonus. So basically, 10-hour shifts, $2 an hour. Bitch, that's $20 at the end of the day. Four days a week, $80. Bitch, what am I going to do with that? Exactly. Yes, I know it. <laughs> yes, fuck? I know it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I know it all equals out. I know math. In parentheses, LOL. But if we request overtime, that $2 won't be added. They only allow it for 40 hours. Bitch, we getting played. When I first started, I used to get almost $2,500 every two weeks. And now I'm getting half. And I'm like, what the fuck? 
and my side hustle been down because of this COVID shit, can't even seem to make my fucking coins. Why the fuck should we have to request overtime, especially in a time like this? Yeah, that's okay, because I'm going to get my money. I be shopping in the warehouse anyway, bitch. <laughs> I got all the latest, I got all the latest appliances in my house, and I be selling some of that shit, making my money that y'all ain't giving me. Y'all stealing from my pockets? Well, I'm gonna take from y'all. I be having to pray for forgiveness because I'm breaking one of the Ten Commandments: Thou shalt not steal. And my dumb ass up in here being disobedient. I'm sorry, Lord, but something has got to give. <laughs> My nigga, listen, that is reparations. Look, don't let nobody tell you nothing different. And if you can, give me some stuff so I can put some appliances in my house. Okay, I'm going to my address. Hold on, first of all. I have so much to say. Girl. First of all, they got you fucked up on this extra $2 an hour, $80 a week. And then, you know what? It's a lot of dumbass motherfuckers that be in there and be like, ooh, extra two dollars that's a lot no y'all they giving y'all slave wages and that's so fucked up because amazon ain't paid not a motherfucking lick and i'm talking you not a lick of taxes but everybody that i know owes the government how does that work secondly sorry about your side hustle send us a clip of you singing because i want to hear that And why the fuck do y'all have to request overtime, especially in a time like this? Go ahead and get your hustle on. I ain't mad at it. I'm looking, listen, I'm looking at it all as reparations, period. Oh my gosh. This is probably, probably the funniest fuck you we've had in a while. I mean, in my opinion, okay, you done read. I don't even want to say their name again, but I'm going to say you don't read Amazon for filth. And my thing is, why would he come on here and out himself and say he's been stealing stuff? Now, what if, hey, what if Amazon uh, folks, Amazon, your DSP or whatever you call them is listening? Boy, you're going to get fired or girl. I don't know who you are, boy or girl. They, but. they ain't listening. <laughs> that's funny, though. But yeah, fuck them. You was making hella money before. So that's 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 a huge uh, pay cut. That's funny. All right, y'all. We got one more fuck you. This fuck you comes from Deanna or Deanna. Hopefully I said it right. I work for a company that sells products online and we've recently come back after furlough. Profits still haven't recovered, but after receiving a loan, the company is safe for now. In an attempt to generate more revenue, my boss ordered multiple Black Lives Matter products after the protests for, for George Floyd's started. In addition to the new BLM products, she ordered Blue Lives Matter merchandise as well. She intends to profit off both movements, but is more focused on pushing the BLM products on her website. There is a whole new section of the website decided to the BLM movement without any credit to the original creators. To make matters even more frustrating, the model she used for the products is white. She doesn't plan on donating any of the money she makes and has never spoken up about supporting black lives. Fuck her. Once again, a white woman is going to be profiting off of the work black women started. And while she profits, she spends the afternoons going to Botox appointments in a freaking pandemic and complaining about the private school she spends thousands of dollars for a spoiled child to attend. I feel complicit working here. It's my job to post the products, my job to write the copy for both the BLM and Blue Lives Matter products. And it makes me so sad to know that I'm perpetuating, I'm perpetrating, I'm sorry, I'm perpetuating 
this uncaring capitalistic machine we call the workforce. I don't just want to quit. I need to. But of course, money is tight and I'm the only one in my family with a full-time job. Thanks for letting me vent. I feel like my family and boyfriend are tired of hearing me complain. First of all, fuck blue lives matter. You heard me like I said last time. The only fucking blue life we care about is blue Ivy Carter. That's number one. Number two, I have a huge problem, a huge problem with people profiting off of black death. And then I have an even fucking bigger problem of white people profiting off of black death with things that we would buy, like a Black Lives Matter shirt, especially, bitch, since you don't even really fucking believe in the shit. And I know you don't believe in this shit because you're selling Blue Lives Matter shirts. So you you clearly don't fucking get it. Blue is not a life. Bitch, do y'all not understand that? Girl, listen, I need to stop (laughs) because these people be pissing me off and I need to stop letting it make me so mad because I'm so tired of us having to say Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, and y'all still not get it. Y'all still not get it. And then they got you literally up here working and writing captions on this shit and she thinks it's okay. Anessa, go ahead. Everything Dana said, basically. I mean, seriously, that is a huge problem. And honestly, girl, you know, you thinking about quitting your job. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but God sees all things. He knows all things and God is for what is right. And if this lady is over here profiting off of Black Lives Matter and don't give two shits about it and you feel like, you know, you're ethically not doing something that you want to do, then quit and God is going to provide for you at the end of the day. And God don't like ugly Karen or whatever your name is. And her he name Karen. Her name is Karen. Your business gonna shut down. Period. Oh, you going bankrupt. <laughs> I'm speaking that into existence because that's a problem. She know you black. Like really? The audacity and the just the nerve. That's how you know these white people think that they are like untouchable. And it's it's just it's sad. They feel like they can do whatever they want to do. But yeah, fuck her. And if you feel like you need to quit. Do what you got to do. I support that shit. Man, the tone deafness of it all is just what's blowing me. It's just, and I'm not going to say quit your job because you know you got to provide for your family. And I I know Anessa's not saying that either. If it's in your spirit and it's bothering you that bad to where like you can't even get up out of bed because you know you got to work for it. And it feels like slavery. That's what it feels like. Do what you got to do. Yes, for real. All right, y'all. Well, it's been a long two weeks. Let's go ahead and get over to the water cooler. Britney Spears posted a photo on Instagram a couple of days ago of a diamond-covered bee and said, This is to all my fans who call me Queen Bee. And America wants to know who said that. Of course, the Beehive swarmed her comments. Now, y'all know I'm a member of the Hive, but I'm also old and I ain't got time, okay? Even when I was younger, I just didn't care to harass strangers online. But anyway, y'all know they lit her ass up. Listen, the only thing I care to say about this, Miss Brittany, is for me, you will forever be known as is Brittany, bitch. Don't try it. I don't know what your thought process behind this was or you thought this was a good idea, you and your team. You know niggas is in quarantine and got time. Everybody want to be Queen B. Okay? 
this is not the time to be queen B, especially if trying to be queen B, especially if you try, if you white. Okay. Like girl, go have several seats. I mean, that just don't even negate the fact that you're not going to be queen B. It's only one. We already know that y'all know I'm not a part of the beehive, but Beyonce already done claimed it. So everybody just move on. She the second white person that done came for the for, for Beyonce. Like I'm confused. I mean, I'm starting to think they doing it on purpose to kind of get their likes and shit up. Like I don't know. Like y'all, I'm convinced that y'all niggas like the troll. But anyway, speaking of quarantine, it looks like we're headed back down that road here in Texas and other states across the U.S. Um, in Texas, the number of hospitalizations has climbed to almost $5,000, look, $5,000 since Memorial Day, which is more than triple than what we had before. So I hope y'all niggas day parties was worth it. Bill and Jan, I hope your trips to the beach and bridge night at Barb was worth it. It looks like we're headed to another lockdown. Yeah. And, you know, my thing is the the governor of Texas, I shall not say his name because I don't like him, but... You can go look it up. The governor of Texas has the nerve to be like, oh, well, if y'all don't, if y'all don't stop getting Corona, then I'm going to shut everything down. First of all, it ain't like we could just press a button and get it or like we going to each other like, hey, you got that Corona? Let me drink some of that. Let me have some of that, bro. <laughs> like, we're not doing that. You're ignorant, number one, because you opened up Texas too fast because you trying to kiss tan man's ass. Tan man or whatever you want to call orange man, tan man, whatever he is, and you trying to fix the economy, fuck the economy. If everybody is dead, nobody's gonna be able to buy nothing, and y'all economy ain't gonna be shit. So it's your fault. Stop trying to tell people, you know, people also have the right to not go, but still, like, y'all shouldn't open it up. People are not that responsible to be like, oh well, it's open, but I ain't gonna go. So you already know as the leader of the of the governor of Texas, you should have kept shit closed. I'm sorry for the rant. Girl, no, you ain't got to apologize. And you're right. He should have kept the um the state closed. Like, there was no reason for us to reopen other than money. You see, they don't give a fuck about us. They don't give a fuck about essential workers. As, as soon as they found out that mostly black people was dying from this shit, they were like, oh, let's open up the economy. So now here we are back again, headed for another lockdown. And, you know, it's... It is what it is. Yeah, and you already know I don't believe that only black people the ones that's getting it, but that's a whole nother story, child. Of course it's not only us, and for them to think that is so fucking stupid. But anyway, the White House recently held its first coronavirus task force briefing in over two months, if you can believe that. Um, Dr. Anthony Fossey said earlier this week that COVID-19 vaccine would be ready by the end of this year or early 2021. So, um, yeah, that's great or whatever, but why the first vaccination trials have begun, and you guessed it, fucking Africa, of all places. Um, the Associated Press put out an article this week letting us know that the injections developed at the University of Oxford in Britain, and a large scale of the testing is taking place in South Africa, Britain, and Brazil. Okay, so listen. 
this podcast would be forever long if I had to dive into the history of them testing shit on us and Britain being some racist colonizing fuck asses. I mean, I can go on, but we don't have the time. Obviously, the vaccine is controversial and it doesn't make any it any better that y'all testing it out on populations of color. Like, Preach. that's fucked up. Preach. I was just about to say, like, it's ridiculous. First of all, y'all going, you know, I'm Y'all already know. They they already think that we're pieces of wood. They think we're animals. So, of course, they think we're monkeys. So, of course, they're going to test it on, on on us. Of course, they do some shit like that. Um, but that's fine. Let them go ahead and do that. I'm going to be uh, happy to find when they find out that uh, black people, we ain't, we ain't the one. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that. We just really getting into this, y'all. It's gonna be reversed, but that's the bullshit. I don't, I'm, whatever. Yeah, since y'all want to test on niggas, I hope y'all accidentally make a vaccine that only works for us. Exactly. Who's the captain now, bitch? <laughs> Speaking of bitches, Trump's 200th judicial nominee was confirmed this past Wednesday, which basically means the confirmation of this judge will tilt the federal judiciary in the conservative direction for decades to come. You know, I, I, I hope that y'all uh, stay blessed and uh, I hope don't none of y'all get coronavirus uh, and drop dead. I hope <laughs> that don't happen to none of y'all. Uh, like I said, God don't like ugly. God don't like ugly. Like y'all keep up with the shenanigans. Just just keep up with the shenanigans. Keep doing keep doing all this. Keep on. Cause the what the Bible say? The last shall be first and the first shall be last. You can tell what Anessa been doing in quarantine. She been reading her Bible. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am done. No. This has been yep. reading that word, baby. I had to pray. I had to go into my prayer closet because y'all, I'm sick. But I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not speaking Corona over my life, and Dana already spoke life into me as well. So yeah, I have been preaching over here to my. That's right. We ain't got. We ain't getting Corona, B. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of uh, Corona, so that extra six hundred dollars a week that uh, we um, as Americans are getting in benefits uh, ends next month. So, you know, for those of you who have been uh, living um, life based on that amount of payment, you might have to, well, you not might, you're going to have to scale back a bit. They are talking about a second stimulus package, but they're not sure if that's going to go if the states remain reopened and the economy, quote unquote, gets better. So, well, we're going to be back where we were starting in March because... All these numbers are going high in Texas, Arizona, and Florida are the three hot spots. Everybody travels. Everybody goes to all these different places. So it's going to continue to rise, and we're going to be back on lockdown again, and y'all going to have to give us this money again. So the stimulus check is going to happen because they've already closed some stuff down here in Texas. 
Yep. Hopefully they figure something out to help the people. Like people are really actually fucking struggling through this. I know there's some people that their, their situation or their money hasn't changed or their job hasn't changed and that's cool. But there's some people who have been furloughed, who are, have been laid off and all of that stuff. And you know, we need that damn money. Like we as Americans need the damn money. So hopefully y'all. Figure something out. Um, what's what's homegirl name? It looked like she about three soda crackers away from dying. Um, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> three soda crackers. I'm about to go. <laughs> Get it together, Nancy. Okay, so y'all, let's talk about Elijah McCain. Or I'm sorry, McClain. Let me say his name right. Elijah McClain. Um, he was a young 22 23 he was a young he was he was like 22 to 24 I'm so sorry that I don't have his age right but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how old he was um he was killed uh by police for walking home at night for wearing a mask because of coronavirus and he had on a hoodie because he was anemic and got cold often this kid he was um, described as very soft-spoken. He played the violin for kittens and animal shelters and all of that cute shit. But I just want to make one thing clear. When the police kill us, we don't need to jump out and defend how good we were and how we didn't deserve to die. We still did not deserve to die. What was this little guy doing? And if you see a picture of him, he is like 130 pounds soaking wet. What was he doing that caused y'all to do this shit to him. First, let me say his killer's names. Nathan Woodyard, Jason Rosenblatt, and Randy Rodema were the three officers responsible for the torture and murder of Elijah McCain. So they um, arrested him. And then um, a paramedic gave him the amount of ketamine needed to take out a 220-pound man. And like I said, this kid was like hella skinny, um, and he ended up dying in the hospital um, because he, his family had to end up taking him off life support. So everybody needs to be arrested. The paramedic, bitch, you go to paramedic school. They t- they tell you how much to give shit. They tell you what to do. That ain't no motherfucking noobs. I hope your I hope Elijah's family sues the fuck out of y'all ambulance, the whole county. And I want the whole county named after Elijah after this shit. And these cops, y'all need to be arrested, charged, and put in jail for harassing this little boy. For what? I'm tired of this. I'm so tired of this. The fact that this is a conversation that we're continuing to have every week is a problem. At this point, I mean, we already knew this, but at this point, we know that, I mean, it's, it's gotta be some type of, um, memo that everyone, everyone white received that has in, in, in regards to the people that are supposed to protect us, people that are, you know, uh, working in the hospitals, um, people out you know, frontline workers or whatever you want to call them. I'm not talking about everybody or the police that you have the green light to kill black people or do whatever you got to do to make sure that these niggas do not stay alive. Cause at this point you can't tell me it's not, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. Why do we keep having these conversations and hello, we still ain't got justice for Breonna Taylor. Hello. Say her name. Breonna Taylor. It's the her murderer still out there and speaking of white murderers that are killing black people and getting away with it 
the white men uh, that killed Ahmaud Arbery, finally, what is this? June, almost July? They're finally being uh, indicted for the charges. They killed this man in March. How much fucking privilege do you have to straight up murder a man? You ain't even a cop. You just a regular ass white nigga roaming the street. You murdered a motherfucker months ago. And it took people protesting for you to actually get charged, bruh. Like, like you said, Anessa, honestly, and I'm start, I'm trying not to get charged up again, but I'm tired of having these conversations every week. It's clear what we need to do. We've had these conversations on the show. It's, I don't know. I guess it's, it's just going to take a miracle, child. I don't know. I, you ain't lying. When I say a miracle, it's going to have to happen. Because this is like, we've talked about this before. This shit is like embedded into this country from years and years and years and decades and decades and centuries and centuries and centuries ago. It's like, how do you get all of that training and teaching out of people's brains for them to not look at us as not human? Coronavirus. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing, but um, obviously these people need to get the fuck on. Y'all need to be eradicated because y'all don't bring nothing to this world. Why did y'all place that little boy in the chokehold? As skinny and little as he was, and it was three big ass cops. Why did y'all do that? And then he became brain dead. What was that call like to his mama? Like, I was just about to say, I can't even imagine I will be raising all types of hell. Yeah, so we're going to keep an eye out on that story and I guess keep y'all updated on what happens with them. Um, Hopefully they get charged as well, but not charged, convicted. I'm tired of these motherfuckers getting charged and not convicted. And we'll, we'll protest and protest and protest until they get charged. And then months later when shit has died down, oh, they didn't get convicted and we back mad again. Like... Anyway, I keep going off, but (laughs) we'll let y'all know um, what goes on with that. Hopefully they get charged, convicted, and thrown in jail with the big boys um, for what they did to this for Elijah McClain. Okay, so um, to end our water cooler, because there's so many other topics that I have, but it's, you know hella shit going on but um on a good note remember last week or not last week the week before last i told you that um tiana taylor was expecting yep so erica badu (laughs) erica badu is gonna be delivering her baby what oh she's a a doula yes bossom called her erica badula Okay. <laughs> you know what? I don't have I don't have a word to say bad about Erica. You know we live in Dallas. This is our hometown. I ain't got shit to say. But congratulations to Deanna Taylor. Right. And Erica Badu. Um that's dope that she even knows how to do that. That is that is hella dope that she know how to do that. And I'm not even surprised. And baby, I would love for Erica to deliver my baby. That baby gonna come out to my own and know. Your baby gonna come out lighting incense to shit. (laughs) Right, exactly. All woke and everything, okay? I love it. I'm here for that. (laughs) I love it. Okay, guys, let's sit for the water cooler. All right, y'all. So. 
Today for our down to business segment, I have invited my cousin Pooh. We are going to just call her Pooh because <laughs> the story she has to tell, we don't want nobody coming for her. You feel me? So anyway, this is one of my best cousins. Obviously, we grew up together. Our family calls her Pooh. Welcome Pooh to our show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming, cuz. So we had some audio issues, but she had to call in. So hopefully y'all can hear this story. So let me give y'all a little bit of a backstory. So my cousin, she is, I don't want to say she's shy, but she's like more to herself and reserved. So um, she had this job for many, many years, many, many years. And one day out the blue, she announced that she got fired. This was years ago. Or no, she announced that she had lost the job. She told the family that she had lost the job. And none of us like asked her about it or what happened, what's going on. Um, so the other day we were talking, just regular conversation. She ended up telling me <laughs> what happened. And now she's about to tell y'all. So... <laughs> Okay, so a few years back, I was working for this big hotel, okay? So I was one of their inspectors. At the time, it was two different inspectors. So we had was going through like a turnover, and we was losing a lot of employees, but we were still being sold out. So they were having where the inspectors would cover the boards, which were basically the un- the rooms that were unassigned. So I show up to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Every day I'm showing up, I'm cleaning this board because we're short staffed. So I'm noticing that the other inspector is not taking her part of it. She ain't never owned up like, okay, I'll take a board. Give me the board. They just steady giving it to me. So I show up. It's a Sunday. I show up. I already had my mind made up. I'm like, okay. So when I go in this job, if they give me this board, I'm going to clock out and go home. And I'll just deal with the exec who department it was when he comes in on Monday. So now I'm already going in with my mind made up. This is what I'm going to do. So she comes to me, which is the supervisor, because the exec didn't work on weekends. And she says, hey, hey, Pooh, I need you to clean this board. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not cleaning the board today. No, I can just clock out and go home and I can deal with them on Monday. So she's like, oh, just stick around for a minute. I'm going to call him and see what he wants you to do. So the other lady walking around, because she's just knowing that they're going to give me this board. So she decides, Lois, which is her name, she decides that she's going to go outside and smoke her cigarette. So I'm sitting in the break room. I'm patiently waiting for them to come back because if they tell me that I'm going to clean this board, I'm clocking out going home and I'll deal with the repercussions later. So. She comes back out. She's like, hey, they decided that he decided that he wants both of you to split the board in half. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can deal with that. So I go, I walk off. I decide I'm going to stock my car. She come back in because she knows that I got this board. So he, she like, here, Lois, um, here's your half of the board. So she like, my half? My half? Oh, fuck no. I ain't cleaning no board. Motherfuckers need to just grow up and do their motherfucking job. So I'm just thinking, she said that to you? Yeah. So I'm just still talking to court like oh, she's talking to me. Like, so she's like, do your motherfucking job, just do your job. Grow the fuck up. You need to grow the fuck up, little bitty ass girl. She was like, if I do this, go drag me a bitch. 
So at this point, I'm like, who? Who are y'all talking to? She like, you were a young ass little girl? No. She tells me that she'll school drag my ass. I say, when you think you do, when you think you will, I'm a bitch on motherfucking ass. And I said it really hard to where she understood every word that came out of my mouth. So she walked <laughs> over to me. She pushed me and said, do something. So my lady is like 56 years old, so I'm trying to be respectful to my elders because I'm like in my 20s. So I'm like, Miss Lewis, please don't put your hands on me. Do you know this lady hit me again? She pushed me again. I look to the left, I look to the right to see who's all around. And I can hear my friend from the opposite end of the break room saying, Don't let them fight. But it came out like in real <laughs> slow motion. Because at that point, I had stolen her ass and we just got the banging. So they trying to break it up. Finally, the fight get broke up. I'm so livid. I run up on the supervisor because at this point, she's going to get it too. I'm like, this is your fault. This is your fault. You knew this was going to happen. So, never mind you, I done beat the dog shit out this lady because I'm pissed. First off, you know, ran up on me all over a fucking job because you don't want to do your job. And then, I done had to beat your ass and I know I'm going to get fired so I really went out with a bang and just beat her ass. Like, she dropped to the floor and everything. So, um, I'm livid. I leave. I walk outside. I'm on the phone and I'm calling my mom trying to feel her what happened. <laughs> my mom is livid to the point like she like, I'm gonna come down there and be ass. Y'all don't let this grown ass woman jump on my back. So I'm walking <laughs> my home. My family crazy, y'all. <laughs> I'm walking home or whatever. I'm livid. So I get a job. I get a phone call. It's from the job. Hey. Won't you come back to work? We gonna play like it did not happen. So I'm like, okay. So I bust you. I walk all the way back to work. And when I get downstairs, they like, can I glue the eyelashes back on the lady's face? Now, the lady is <laughs> the lady that I saw. I done beat the lashes off her face. No, no, she beat this lady eyelashes off of her. And, and she had to glue me. her tracks on. Girl. I had to glue the tracks back in her head. Glue the eyelashes back on because now it wasn't that many people down here, so we're going to play like it didn't happen. So the general manager, he comes down first, like, oh, I heard that it was altercation down here. Like, oh, no, nothing happened. He was like, um, can you be physical? And he was like, no, besides us being up in each other's face. So he was like, okay, um, I don't need both of y'all to just clock out and go home. So this was Sunday. We clock out. We go home. Um, I come back to work Monday. Well, actually, Sunday night, I'm getting text inbox on Facebook like, I heard you and this boy said a fight. I'm like, no, nah, I don't know what y'all talking about. So Monday, I'm coming through the hotel on my way downstairs. And somebody at the front desk goes, what's up, Money Mayweather? I'm like, huh? Not me. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. I work my home shift that day. I work my shift the following day. I work my shift the day after that before they finally decide to call me to the office. Now, remind you, Lewis never came back to work. He called me to the office like, hey, we heard that it really was a fight. There was hair pulling, eyelashes, people were rolling (laughs) around on the ground. So, we're going to have to suspend you until we do a further investigation. 
So I got some candy, maybe like a week later, um, they ended up calling me back and decided that they was going to go ahead and let me go because there was an actual fight. Was anything caught on camera? No, because it all happened in the break room where there's no cameras in. Shout out to the break room, child. <laughs> the break room. Hey, it's the break room. <laughs> oh, Girl, that is crazy. So you ended up having to beat literally the literal eyelashes off this woman. And glue and them up her back home. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know how that, you don't whoop somebody's ass. And then you got to go around and help them get cute again. Like, how does that work? Yes. When you tell them, are you putting on their eyelashes? Like, oh, girl, I'm so mad at you. Got the glue coming up, the eyelash on top of her eyebrow. Like, she was nervous. And I was putting the eyelashes back on her face because she didn't know what my reaction was going to be. But right. at that point, with myself, it was over. It was over. To the point, to this day, it's been about what, maybe four years since that happened. That lady be inboxing me like, "You and your husband look so beautiful. Congratulations, sister in business. I mean, oh, you are so pretty. Your boys have a big. So that ass whooping gave that lady a newfound respect for me. <laughs> right? That is hilarious. <laughs> and how old was this lady? Like fifty-six. Like she had kids. Like to the point where we were fighting. After the fight was over and I had whooped her, she was like, I'm going to call my um, daughters down here to beat your ass, little bitch. I'm like, call them. I don't give a fuck. Call them. I'm going to beat all of y'all. At this point, I'm living my dream. Oh, you talking about that big shit, talking about you a skull drag hoe, but now you need your daughters? And she had like five daughters. But I well, was my spirit. She should have known better. Uh. Uh, Aunt Lois, now Grandma Lois, now <laughs> do your little side of the board now, and let's go on about our day, okay? No, <laughs> like this was all her fault. I'm on, I'm on side with this one. Oh, Pooh, I'm sorry, Pooh, I'm, I'm, I'm on Pooh side because she, <laughs> she shouldn't have kept coming for you. Like you tried, like you said, you try to respect her, respect your elders, but girl, your ass is pushing it, okay? And my cousin is really not the type to be going around beating bitches asses like you you literally have to hit her first and Miss Lois hit her twice. Miss <laughs> Lois said, Surely, surely this lady is not gonna hit me because I'm 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 old enough to be her mama. But she got the right one today. <laughs> today. Okay. Beat your ass like Joe Jackson. I really did. That's I was hilarious. So where do you work now? And have you had any problems like this since then? <laughs> I have had no trouble. Um, I actually, since when that happened, I was like enjoying my vacation. Then I ended up getting employed somewhere else. They that hotel took me through hell, fight them for employment. So I had to go back through, get employment statements to basically say to them that I was provoked. That's why I responded. Do you know that hotel said that I should have fell on the floor and played dead? No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's why white people be doing it. Hey, hold on. Do y'all be watching those um those threads where it say uh racists getting their ass beat? Yeah, and then say like nigger, and somebody will punch this, and it fall out. 
<laughs> maybe that's where they get that shit from. <laughs> but yes, they. I had to go through hell and high water to get my unemployment. After I came with the um, the witness statements and everybody who saw what happened, me up like you were really trying. You even said I'll just go home, but they weren't having it. So now y'all done caused me to fight, lose my job, and y'all y'all not gonna pay me. Uh-uh. Right. That's right. It's, Run me my reparations. Right. Especially if you didn't start it, she pushed you. So I mean, if somebody hits you, you posted them back. Hell. That that's, but that's in why. their case, I was supposed to fall on the floor and play dead. Girl, bye. Go somewhere. <laughs> you fall on the floor and play dead, bitch. Right. After somebody hits you. What the fuck? She push you, you just fall out on the floor. No, bitch. I want 150 million. <laughs> I want 150,000. You know what, Pooh? You should have did that shit and sued the company. This is hilarious. Well, thank you, Pooh, for coming on the show. It's oh, no problem. How you had to um fight at work. I know it's first of all, we know this is real because I've been wanting to be the bitch ass at work. We get letters in for people wanting to be the bitch ass literally every day. So I know that this story can resonate. And maybe because you can't get your one off, maybe you can um imagine yourself as poo. <laughs> and be, and be the big ass. <laughs> hey, look, cool. I'm about to start saying if you have a fuck you, don't fight and get fired like Pooh Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> don't get fired. Don't be the big ass in the break room, okay? <laughs> and get fired like Pooh. Actually, drop dead, play dead, and send us a, a submission. <laughs> Girl, this is funny. No, but in all this, all the stuff that's going on, we need to laugh still through all the midst of the things that are happening. We deserve to laugh. We need to laugh. And sometimes we just got to, you know, step away from the bullshit and hear something that's going to give us some joy and uplift us. So <laughs> thank you so much for telling your story. This was some, this is the tea for, for the day. Okay. Okay, yeah, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all enjoyed that, but thank you, Pooh, for being on the show. All right, thanks, It's time for the break room. It's the break room. It's the break room. What your break do, girl? We finna spill all the tea. Hey, hey, it's the break room. What your break It's the break room. All right, y'all. So, congrats to Jennifer Lewis, also the Black Mother of Hollywood. She is getting a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame for the induction of 2021. Uh, yes, Jennifer Lewis, y'all, y'all know she's in Blackish. I mean, she's everybody's mama <laughs> in every black movie. What's love got to do with it? Think like a man, the brothers. I mean, like the list goes on and on and on and on. But anybody, anyways, um, she's everybody's mama, so it is definitely well deserved. So, congrats to Jennifer Lewis. Yeah, congrats, Jennifer Lewis. That's my, I was going to say, that's my girl, but that's my auntie. Well, I don't know. You know, auntie is politically correct these days, but I love her. You know, she's from my hometown. Shout out to St. Louis. Yeah, I did get to hear her speak at um my friend's 
a college graduation from uh, Webster University, where she's an alumna. So um, congrats to Jennifer Lewis. Well, well deserved. Long overdue. For sure. So, y'all, did you watch Insecure? Got me over here. Insecure. (laughs) I did. I did. Go ahead, friend. Conhola, Conhola, Conhola. Nuh-uh. That's her name. That's my name for her. Stop it. Conhola. Like, first of all, can y'all believe Lawrence? Like, right when the show was just like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe they're together. Of course, the writers had to throw us for a, a loop and come with the bullshit. Like, I have no words. So, Lawrence and Issa, you know, she all talking about she might move to San Francisco. He done got this job. He might be a trolley nigga. (laughs) And all of a sudden, at the end of the show, he come over. And I knew it was something. Because when he came over, he barely gave her a kiss. He, like, gave her. She was like, so what's up? Like, what's wrong? Basically, Conhola pregnant. And I loved how they, like, went back to their conversation and came back and, like, answered the question. Like, I loved. This season of Insecure has been the bomb. Um, They have, like, done so well, but... So it was mad. shot beautifully. That whole yeah. scene was shot so well. And yes. again, we always say this every week, but shout out to the writers, the directors, everybody in the lighting, the camera people, everybody. Like y'all just doing y'all thing on this show. I'm so mad. It's only 30 minutes. What? And uh, Issa Rae went to her live and she, well, not live, uh, Insta story. And she did say, she was like, I'm rewriting for season with this, gonna be season five so she was like so y'all can get off my back now (laughs) she's so funny so i'm excited to see where this goes because honestly i'm really mad i i don't know i want to kind of save those comments because i don't want to you know i'll save that but i'm upset that that this lady is pregnant because it's like dang as soon as we get to a place where like everything seems so good now this well, that's the beauty of it. Remember, we was like, I don't know what Issa going to do when her and Lawrence get back together. Like, what's that going to look like? Is it going to be an interesting storyline? So she gave us an interesting storyline. And, um, friend, back up off Condola. Like, she ain't do nothing. She just got pregnant by a nigga. Like, uh-uh. on, Correction. Condola. Condola. <laughs> <laughs> and that's who she is. Because my thing is, I just don't understand. I'm going to just say this. She come in talking about, you know, he was like, so are you going to keep it? And she said, yes. And he was like, you know why? She was like, she wasn't ready with Mark, but she's ready now. So you ready with a dude that you was actually with? I mean, you you wasn't ready with a dude that you was actually with. And I don't know the ins and outs of Cahola's old relationship with the dude, Mark, whatever his name was. You are really calling her Cahola. (laughs) (laughs) And now all of a sudden you want to have a baby by me? We're not even together? Okay, girl. Anyways. That's all I got to say about that. I'm very excited about next season. I'm so glad that they actually wrote something in, like you said, to your point, that we'll be able to have a season five. So, Yeah, and um, and, and to play devil's advocate, you know, maybe she wasn't ready with Mark because she wasn't ready. You know, maybe she was young and whatever, and now she might probably feel, you know, affirmed in her 30s that she can do this whole mom thing. It's like, no, nah, it's a trick. Don't fall for it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I, I ain't mad at it, but I did see that Molly and Issa ended the show 
I guess, kind of rekindling their friendship. And, you know, good for y'all. I hope Molly's, I hope she grows. I really do. And I hope that their friendship will withstand that. I've already told y'all, I wouldn't put up with that type of shit. She wouldn't be my my friend. Like, that bitch would have been hit the bricks. You hear me? Like, she would have been hit the dust on me. Girl, I'm like, I'm hoping, I'm hopeful because, like, Molly, unfortunately, her and her dude broke up. She got a lot of issues. Like, that's fucked up. I know she, I don't know if she really wanted to be with him or not, but I liked their relationship. But hopefully this new beginning for season five brings them back together. Cause I really like them together. Um, although she was kind of fucked up sometimes, but hopefully she grows, goes to therapy and does what she got to do. She's so selfish. And I hope that she realizes through her relationships with, um, I forgot the, um, her boyfriend's name. Um, cute Asian guy but um, hopefully she realizes through her relationship with him and Issa that she has some issues and starts to actually focus on that in her therapy so that she can get back she can get better for sure so we'll be looking Look, <laughs> we talking about them like they real people <laughs> I'm sorry but they are real people like I don't care what nobody say like I had to watch the last episode twice child because I just had to make sure I was seeing what I was, think I saw what I was seeing Anyway, <laughs> y'all, I know I've been talking to y'all about it, but The Shy is back. It premiered last Sunday. Well, y'all be hearing this, but the Sunday before last or whatever. And oh my gosh, y'all know that there was like a scandal between the character Brandon and his girlfriend on the show, Jerrica. I don't know their real names. I'm sorry about that. Jay- Jason Mitchell and Tiffany Boone. Perfect. Jason Mitchell and Tiffany Boone. Thank you, Dana. They um, had real life issues, you know, that she um, accused him of sexual harassment. And so now if you watch the show, the beginning starts off with a funeral and they had to basically die him off. Hopefully we find out why he, how he died. Um, hopefully they'll kind of show us that. Cause it's just like, he it comes on with the little boy going to the funeral. So the shot was really good. Like I told y'all before, there's going to be a lot of uh, familiar faces. Candy from real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, Lala is going to be on there so it's going to be really good in the first episode the little girl I'm not the she's not a little girl but the girl gets taken so it's a lot of things unfolding already in just the very first episode Keisha Keisha yeah it was so good y'all like I cannot wait it comes on tomorrow Sunday so yeah shout out um to Lena Waith and team I don't know everybody that writes for the show but um Lena <clears throat> she did an excellent job coming into the show showing the wedding between um dang now i'm forgetting people's names but homeboys mamas and being the funeral i thought that was like a a pretty good juxtaposition of like what was going on and then the mom speech at the funeral i mean that's a harsh reality for a lot of moms losing both of your kids to gun violence i know you know, a couple of mothers who that's their reality. So um, shout out uh, to the shy for staying on trend and, and actually yeah. talking about what's going on in the world. I suspect that Keisha might've been sex trafficked. So that might be a storyline for this season. But um, like we said last year, we were so um, curious to know, like how would she continue without the main character? But as you can see, yeah. She kind of shifted who the main characters are, and it and the story still goes on. And I was concerned about you know whether the show would continue to be good, but girl, I did have a moment now. 
I, now y'all can see I've been watching TV now. So I figured out a way to start watching TV with my kids to try to get them quiet. So y'all know I've been watching shows now, but uh, did you see that part on the shy when um, they was having a honeymoon child and she took off her clothes and that big ass strap on popped out? Girl, I was holding my son <laughs> and I put my eyes, I put my hand over his eyes so fast. Well, you ain't supposed to see this right now. I said they are going all the way, okay? All the way. Like, that was like, whoa. But, you know, shout out to y'all. The show is the bomb. So I can't wait to see what happens this season. For sure. Uh, Moving on to other uh, shows that are coming out. Uh, My show, I don't know if anybody else watches this. I'm sure some of our listeners do. But Greenleaf, do you watch Greenleaf? No, I've heard about it. Um, isn't it about like a that black church family? Correct. Yes, yeah, about a, a a church family or a black church family, and they, they their dad owns a mega church, but the church has been taken away from them by some white people. Um, on some whole shit. Excuse me, Lord, but it is a very, very, very good show. Um, but it is in its last season. This is the last season, and it's over. I'm so sad. It does come on. on I'm sure some of you guys watch it. Um, if you guys have been watching that, the first episode premiered last week, I think last, or no, this past Tuesday. So every new episodes come out every Tuesday. If you want to binge watch or watch something while we at home, staying at home, staying away from this Corona, then definitely check out Greenleaf. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I'm a binge watcher. Like I, I purposefully wait for shows to finish so that I can just watch straight through. And then a lot of times I'll be sitting there like, "Ooh, I'm glad I didn't have to wait till next week to find out what happens next." Netflix show be like next episode in three, two, one. <laughs> I cannot no, but for real, I just get. I like to binge watch, but I get like, I'll start binge. I mean, I don't know. I'll do either way, but. I like, I like, I like both. If it's a good show, like Little Fires Everywhere, I could have binge watched that now. That was, that was really good. And speaking speak of, <laughs> girl, I, y'all, give me a clap. Hand clap. I'm going I'm to put in some, some hand clap. Yes. Cause I finally watched Little Fires Everywhere and I know I'm on the late train. I know I'm on the late train, but y'all. That is such a good show. Dang oh my God. I told you. I told y'all. Like, I'm telling y'all, that show is so, even with that show, the juxtaposition of, you know, white family, you know, having everything and the black family not having a lot of things. And then also, you know, at the same time, both of them want what other people have. Exactly. Showing that money isn't everything. Just because you're white doesn't mean anything. Just because you're black doesn't mean anything. And also they show some, you know, even things about um, how early on, because this this is a book written um, and they came out with the show. That's why it's not going to be like other seasons. But even showing about surrogacy, how that was like, you know, back in the 80s, I think that book was written for at the time was back in the 90s. So I mean, it's a really good show. I'm so glad you got to watch it, Dana. If you want to binge watch something, y'all, it's on Hulu. 
binge watch Little Fires Everywhere. It's with Kerry Washington and Reese Witherspoon. Let, let's talk about some of the themes here. So the overall theme that I got from uh, Little Fires Everywhere um, is white women mind your own fucking business. If Reese Witherspoon's character had a mind of her own fucking business, literally her house would not have been set ablaze like the microaggressions the racism the things that that white people say to us and it's like i was watching this i was like i know somebody black wrote this or somebody of color and for sure it was an asian um lady and dang it i don't have her name but there's just the stuff i i knew a white person couldn't have wrote that because it was too self-aware it was way too, way too on point of, you know, the experience of a, um, a person of color being around them. And man, Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington, they both played the hell out of their parts. And I just, I thought the themes were motherhood, um, what's right, money isn't everything. And y- y'all got to see that. Because Reese Witherspoon, her and her husband, you know, he was an attorney. They lived a, a really well-to-do life, but their kids were just completely fucked up and they had no idea. But y'all blaming these Black people, thinking the Black people is the problem. I mean, they got their issues too, you know, y'all saw in the show. But I just thought the writing was phenomenal. I thought, I, I now I'm, I'm going to read the book because I want to see how closely the book um was to the series it was it was just it was just so amazing and i wonder if white people watched that and was like oh man we are really fucked up or did they like hmm that's a good series like did y'all learn anything from that i'm hoping i'm hoping but give give carrie her her jewels her emmys her oscars whatever it is her and reese they played the hell out of these roles the show was good as Hell. So thank y'all for telling me to watch that because it was so good. So good. Yes, it was very good. And like you said, they give them their awards because credit is due, okay? For real. That was a really good show. Well, y'all, um, you know, New Music Friday. Uh, I just wanted to tell y'all some new music that has come out. Uh, Megan The Stallion recreates uh, the legendary NWA track. <laughs> y'all boys in the hood. oh boys in the hood i'm sorry her version is called girls in the hood <laughs> down the street in my six foe yes and um it's a it's, it's a really good song it's, it's okay like come on okay megan i see you did you hear um, the drama around that no i didn't what happened so uh easy e's daughter uh went on live and was like how y'all can clear megan for this sample but won't clear me his own daughter to use his song so like i mean blogs and stuff try to spin it and say oh easy e's daughter comes from meg the stallion but really she really wants to know why she can't use her daddy's song and remake it i mean and you know i ain't even trying to be funny but easy e daughter i don't know if you inherited his gifts or whatever maybe they're not giving you the sample because um you know they want to save it for a really good song i'm i don't know <laughs> I was just getting ready to say, well, how, how at the end of the day, this is business, and how do you how do you sound? Can you rap? I ain't about to just be giving you stuff if you can't even. I mean, I'm sorry, I know that's your daddy, but the, what that what that got to do with anything? 
You got to earn your, earn your uh, stripes too, sweetheart. Not a damn thing because um, uh, Joe and Catherine Jackson still made LaToya. So, you know, there is times <laughs> where your offspring just ain't there. Baby, that is hilarious, y'all. Anyway, Usher has new music called I Cry. I just love Usher. Like, the fact that he's still dipping it and doing it, as Wendy like to say, uh, he like wine. He get better with time, okay? It's an inspirational record, um, but uh, it's called I Cry. It ain't like no, you know, slum. I just wanna take it. No, it ain't none of that. But it is still kind of on that vibe. I love Usher. He can do no wrong to me. So, uh, also, I was wondering about August Alcina. He has a new song called Work to Do. I heard that he has new music, more new music coming out, but he has a single out called Work to Do. Have you heard that, Dana? No, I haven't, but I plan on supporting him. Um, do you know any of his backstory? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so his, I guess, his brother or his sister passed, and he ended up getting custody of their children. And um, so he's raising them, and he's facing a a huge amount of varying health issues. Um, So I appreciate this man just still trying to grind and do the right thing. Well, I can't say it's the right thing. That's for him to decide. But do do a good thing to raise his brothers or his sister's children. So I'm going to support him. And, and, you know, I wish him nothing but the best. I do like his, uh, and I'm not well versed on his catalog, y'all. But I do like that one, that one first song he came out with, uh, Park in the Parking Lot. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I can't even think of it right Girl, now. Girl, I am <laughs> OLD. Right. <laughs> Girl, bye. You ain't OLD. Oh, no. But shout out to August Alcina. I'm glad you're back. Like, I know you've been going, you've gone through a lot these past few years. So I'm um, glad to hear that you got new music. For those who like to, you know, turn it up, you like Memphis music, Juicy J and Young Dolph came out with some new songs. I mean, that's not my preference, but I just thought I'd let y'all know. <laughs> Juicy J has a new single called uh, Hella Fucking Trauma Enough is Enough which by the words to the title you probably know what that means or what he's talking about along with everybody else he's talking about you know all the things that are happening right now with the killings of black men in America and Young Dolph came out with Blue Diamonds that ain't talking about nothing about what's going on he just talking about Blue Diamonds child I don't know but if you like rap and you like to turn up them people is out boo go sit down go sit down with your AKs and all your guns and shit talking about you a dome nigga y'all ain't dome jar Zimmerman yeah get the fuck out of here but um never mind for real I like Young Dolph <laughs> I'm like, oh no, my friend don't like Young Dolph. No, I like Young Dolph, but I, for real, honestly, I ain't trying to hear no tone deaf shit right now. Like, I mean, you know what? For some people, it's good so they can take their mind off of what's going on. But like, I don't know. Okay, guys. Well, that's all we have for you guys this week. Thank you so much for sending us so many fuck yous. I promise we reading everybody's because y'all are so hilarious and we resonate. Okay. Continue to follow us on social media. Um, we trying to get our 
our social media popping. We haven't really put much effort into it. Honestly, that's why it is the way it is. But um, shout out to y'all for coming on, commenting, posting us in y'all stories, telling y'all friends about us. Like y'all the true MVPs. We love y'all so much. And uh, we'll see y'all next week for real this time. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.